0: You're listening to The Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming. Is the cheapest drug there is. This is The Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming, and we turn on the 2019 draft spotlight once again, and uh, we return to the U.S. National Development Team. Uh, We're going to be doing this a lot this season. We've already had three or four guys on, probably have four or five more to go after my next guest, and that's Alex Vlasic, big defenseman uh, with Team USA. Welcome to The Pipeline Show. Alex, thanks for doing this. How are you? Uh, I'm good, are you? I'm doing very well, but, uh, it's not my NHL draft year like it is for you. So exciting times for you. Very busy though as well with the, uh, of course with the program, you have that international schedule, uh, component into what you do uh, all season long and you, you guys are just getting back from another European trip. How was
1: that? Uh, well, it was a lot of fun over in, uh, in Russia. You know, we didn't get the, uh, didn't get the results that we, uh, we wanted, but I think we, we definitely learned a lot from that experience and, uh, we're definitely going to carry it, carry it up in, uh, April when we, uh, we go to Sweden for U18 World, so, uh, I think our whole team's, uh, excited and pumped for, uh, what's to come.
0: This really is a special year for the program. I, I mean, I've seen people who are kind of half jokingly saying more, almost the entire roster is going to get drafted this year, and, and that doesn't happen every season. What makes this, this group so special?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I think we, we definitely have a lot of skill and talent on the team, but, um, I think one thing that sticks out to me is just like how close we are as a team. Uh, I've never been closer with a group of guys in my life, uh, any team I've played on. Uh, you know, I think these, these guys that I'm playing with, like they're my brothers out there. So I think that's a that's a special part of our game where, you know, we're playing for each other. We're, we'll take the body. We'll take a puck to, to the face that we have to do for one another. And I think that's just kind of kind of what sets us apart from everyone else is that we all know what we have to do, and, and we're ready to sacrifice ourselves for, for the, the greater good.
0: Tell me about this season for you on an individual uh, perspective. I, I mean, I'm uh, guessing you're pretty happy with the way things have gone, but how have you sort of evolved as a player as well?
1: Um, Yeah, I think, you know, since we've been playing, you know, as USHL teams, we're playing guys a little bit older than us, a little bit stronger. Uh, today. And then uh, this year we mixed in some some college games, so we're playing against guys that are, you know, 22, 23 years old. Uh, yeah. It's a lot different than, you know, what we've been used to, uh, especially when we go over international. Uh, it's helped a lot with, uh, you know, strength and developing, developing new muscles and, you know, making sure that you're, you know, getting low on pucks and beating guys to battles because when you're playing against, when you're playing against guys and, uh, you know, over, overseas and international, no one's going to be backing off easily. You know, everyone's going 100%. So that's a de- that's definitely an aspect of my game that I've improved is just, you know, getting, getting dirty in the corners, getting like, be- becoming a grinder. And, uh, I think that's, that's one thing that our whole team has done well.
0: It's very unique uh, the schedule that you guys have that um, nobody else gets to play three different level of uh, of competition like that uh, in their uh, at this stage of their career. Uh, I always ask guys from the program which they prefer, which opponent they prefer the USHL guys, the college guys, or the international schedule, and I get various answers. What about you? Do you have a preference?
1: Um, I think I think it's really cool playing against colleges. Um, you know, it's probably, in my opinion, I think it's like the hardest out of uh, all three. Just because you know these guys are so much older, so much stronger than us, um, and it's just kind of like a new experience playing playing these guys that are grown men. Um, I think, like I said, you know, it's probably the probably the toughest, but I think it's the most fun. Like the atmospheres in, in these college ranks, the, the students bring to the game, and it's just it's just a, a, a incredible like atmosphere when you get there.
0: Yeah, and you'll get that experience on a regular basis here. Shortly, we'll uh, talk about that. In a little bit, Alex Vlasic, my guest here on the Pipeline Show in the 2019 Draft Spotlight. Uh, for the benefit of my audience, uh, which is across North America and, and into Europe a bit, um, not everybody's going to be familiar with you. Uh, let's get a bit of background, if you don't mind. Where are you from?
1: Uh, I'm from Chicago, Illinois. It's uh, sub, uh, I live in a suburb of Chicago, actually, so it's about like 30 minutes out of the city.
0: Okay. Uh, and do you remember how old you were when you first started getting into hockey?
1: Uh, yeah, I was about... Uh, Three, I think, when I first started skating. So, oh. you know, a year after that, probably around like four or five, I started playing hockey, playing in the youth leagues at uh, my hometown, my home rink.
0: Now, what got you into hockey at that early age?
1: On uh, my, my dad's side uh, of his family, he's uh, you know got a Canadian background, so there's obviously some hockey that's going to be mixed in there. Um, he played hockey when he was a kid. Uh, I'm the youngest, of three, and both of my older siblings played hockey, so okay, uh, that that kind of got me into it.
0: Okay. I know, uh, your cousin is Mark Edward Velasic, a place, uh, with the, uh, San Jose Sharks, but, uh, I don't know if that's, like, distant cousin or first cousin. How, how close is that relation?
1: Yeah. He's, uh, he's my, my dad's nephew, so he's my first cousin. Yeah. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool just to have someone like that. When I, when he was, uh, when he was doing well, I think he started playing the Sharks and he's like 18, 19, and, uh, I've always been looking up to him ever since I was a kid, you know, watching him play on TV and it's, Cool to have someone that close to you to like see see someone go like so far with the sport and be so successful.
0: Does that have anything to do with why you're a defenseman? You're a big guy, um, but I don't know if you were always the biggest kid in class or anything like that. But have you have you always played on the blue line?
1: Uh, yeah, I pretty much like, stuck to uh, defense uh, like throughout most of my career. Like definitely, I played forward for for a good like one to two years I think when it was like mites and squirts around there. Right, just because you know, I think everybody's kind of switching positions around at that age. But I think once, once the hockey started to get a little better and people started to become, you know, a little bit bigger as well, uh, I moved back to the blue line because that's just where I felt most comfortable.
0: Uh, Getting a chance to play for the program was that something that was kind of always on your uh, to do list, or did it come to you uh, later in your uh, amateur career?
1: Yeah, I remember when I was a kid, like my dad. My dad brought it up one time. I used to play against Nick Bopidio. He's He's got a an older brother who played at the program. So we kind of knew, we kind of knew about it through that. Um, and that's kind of like the first time I heard about it and, uh, started like falling up, uh, up on like the team and everything about it. And it just sounded like a incredible, like, program and experience that I wanted to be a part of and got to get, like, the to top 40 camp, you know, came down, uh, made the team and it was just a uh, dream come true for, for me, as well as like my family, it's just kind of a uh, huge, like, huge stepping point in my career, so. Uh,
0: Alex Vlasic, my guest here on the Pipeline Show. Uh, your defensive partner this year, does, is it basically the same guy all season long, or does it switch up all the time? Same guy as last year, even, uh, because probably would have been together on the, on the club, on the U17s uh, last year. Does it change, or is it the same guy?
1: Oh, uh, well, we got, we have a 7D this year. Uh, we lost the defensive. From last year, so last year it was usually like Drew Hollison I compared with, um, so we go, we usually roll with like two two different people each time, and this year it's usually like Drew Hollison and then Case McCarthy. Um, okay. But I mean I've played with pretty much everybody on the team this year, so. All
0: right, fair enough. You've got 21 points so far in 42 games as we're speaking right now. Um, now i don't think you're expected to be a, an offensive dynamo out there but you give me you uh, what the the job description is for you what sort of a player are you and and what's expected of you
1: um yeah i think i think i'm a solid two-way defenseman um got to play defense, defense first you know just trying to make sure i take care of my own zone take care of the team back there um well when i have the opportunity to uh you know, I'll carry the puck up in the rush. I'll get the pucks to the net. I'll try and make plays up front because, uh, I definitely do have some offensive flair that I, that I add to my game. So I think, uh, overall, I just try to be a well-rounded defensive. Well,
0: and, and so many offensive weapons on the team, you, it, you don't really have to, uh, supply that offense. When you look at the rest of this club, I mean, that you must, uh, maybe you're used to it by now, but you can recognize there's, there's a lot of ultra talented people on this club.
1: Yeah, there's, uh, I mean, when you're, when you're looking up the lineup chart and you see like all these names on our team, it's crazy, like, um, to just, to just know that you'll, go, you'll have those guys on your side when you're playing against the other team. And, um, I think some, you know, some games our team will be, our offensive guys will be, will be going hard and, you know, splitting up a ton of points. Some, sometimes they won't be. And that's the time when, you know, other guys step up to the plate, start putting the points up. But I think overall, like our team, everybody contributes to, to the statute, and uh, I don't think there's one person that's really left out at the end of
0: the at the end of the day. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot. When you're in practice, uh, maybe it gets pretty competitive at times. I'm sure. Uh, you look at the forwards on your team. Who gives you the most trouble during practice?
1: Um, I don't know. There's a lot of guys. Like you know, yeah. Hughes is obviously gonna gonna be out there. You know, burn burn with speed, and you know, he's he's a he's a tough one to to handle in the corners as well. Uh, Turcot, you know, he's. He's a bull on his skates. He's just like a, an absolute horse when he's working down low. Um, I think. I um, mean, you know, like I said, like almost everybody is pretty tricky to take on one you one sometimes. So, all right, uh, it's it's really cool.
0: Now, tell me about Boston University as your college of choice, and the sheet I'm looking at. at elite prospect says 2020-21 is the year for you to go there. Are you so um, that wouldn't be next season? um are you ready to go next year if if it opened up for you and um what's maybe what's your plan for next season
1: yeah, yeah i am going next year um okay I don't, I don't know if i think i don't know if that's accurate or not but yeah i'm pretty i mean <laughs> i'm going next year so um okay. i just kind of chose it uh these always been one of the schools that, I, that i've been looking at when i was uh when i was first starting to look at colleges i, I was just attracted to it by you know the great the great hockey program it has the the atmosphere it has a East Coast in the city so uh, you know that was a huge one I think you know, the school is obviously a really good school so um, I think it'll be something that that's new for me and just a great experience
0: well and, uh, lots of uh, guys from the program end up going out there uh, and playing for the Terriers so it was far from a trailblazer in that regard uh, I do have to ask you the London Knights and the uh, Ontario Hockey League hold your your Canadian Hockey League rights and uh, they are a team that is uh, all Seems to always say, get players from the program as well, so it wouldn't surprise anybody uh, if uh, if that was an option that you were still considering. Uh, how do you feel about the London
1: Knights? Um, yeah, I mean, definitely it was definitely an honor to get uh, you know drafted by them. Um, but I think right now I'm just trying to you know stick with the school will go to BU um, and uh, just plan my way through that. Uh, you know, obviously, like I said, wanted an incredible hockey program, a hockey an incredible hockey team. Um, but I don't, I don't think that's, uh, I don't think that's on my radar at the moment. Alright,
0: very good. Uh, just a couple more questions for you if you don't mind, uh, Alex. I know you got a busy schedule today, so I'll, I'll try not to to keep you much longer. But, uh, with the NHL draft, is it something that you, uh, you spend a lot of time thinking about? I mean, with so many guys on your team, uh, ranked so high, is it a topic of conversation in the dressing room?
1: Um, you know, not really. I think coming at the, coming at the start of the year, coaches kind of talked to us a little bit about that and said, that, uh, you know, there'd obviously be a lot of talk about, about our team and about where guys are going, but they kind of said to just kind of stay clear of that, stay, stay away from the, the gossip, uh, on the draft and try not to let it get out of your head because a lot of people do get affected by it. So I'm just kind of, kind to keep a, try to keep a straight focus on, you know, what's to come up in April. Uh, and once, uh, once that goes by, I think, you know, start thinking about the draft a little bit more. But as of right now, I try to, I try to stay out of that stuff.
0: Uh, and as a Chicago guy, did you grow up a, a Blackhawks fan, or did you uh, secretly have that San Jose Sharks uh, t-shirt on underneath?
1: Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm almost always a San Jose Sharks fan. Um, just because, uh, like you said, like my cousin plays uh, on the team, so yeah, we go to Sh- we go to Chicago games, and we'd be, uh, we'd be rooting for the Sharks there. But um, yeah, definitely, definitely a Sharks fan uh, for for right now.
0: Excellent. Uh, Alex, I really appreciate your time. Wish you the best of luck the rest of the way this year and uh, hope we can talk uh, again down the road.
1: All right, thank you for having me on.
0: Here's Big Alex Vlasic from uh, Team USA's, the U18 program, the national development team. Had a, uh, a conversation with uh, a couple of, well, one scout, one media guy, uh, I want to say about a month ago. and uh, I won't say who those people were because they didn't, it uh, wasn't on the record really. But uh, some, compar- some comparison uh, between a couple of U.S. Uh, team defensemen this year to uh, K. Andre Miller and uh, Bodie Wild last year. And um, one of the scouts that I spoke with uh, well this year was uh, in reference to uh, Cam York and, uh, and Alex Vlasic. And the comparison was kind of to last year, where K. Andre Miller was the guy who was gaining all the buzz and steam at the second half of the season. And that that guy is Alex Vlasic this year, and earlier on it was Bodie Wild, and uh, this year being Cam York, and that uh, it was kind of split between people on which guy that they preferred. I think if you went back and did last year's draft again, K. Andrew Miller would get taken before Bodie Wild every time, as he did. So we'll see how it plays out for Alex Vlasic and Cam York this year. York did just have that big seven-point game uh, about a month ago, But Vlasic has been uh, very intriguing and more of the stay-at-home guy. He's got an offensive dimension to his game, as he mentioned, but I think uh, most people are looking at him, especially compared to York, as uh, a guy you're going to think of more as a defensive guy at the next level. This 2019 draft spotlight also served as the NCAA campus report, as Vlasic scheduled to go to Boston University, as you heard him say, if you or someone in your family is looking at uh, playing college hockey, but want to know all the ins and outs and what you are and what you're not allowed to do, make sure you go to collegehockeyinc.com. And a great resource, and it uh, will point you in the right direction. Uh, lots of contact uh, information there as well. If you need to get a hold of somebody at College Hockey Inc., you can do that. One more segment to go on this episode of the show, and it is another 2019 draft spotlight. Up next, goaltender Ethan Anders of the Red Deer Rebels. That's next here on the Pipeline Show. Down the left side, pass over to Ashton. Oh, what a stop! Darcy Kemper. What a gutsy performance this evening at the NMAX Centrio. This is Cam Moon, voice of the Red Deer Rebels, and you're listening to The Pipeline Show. to center ice, breaking right wing. They work the puck on side, drop it for Rabinsky. Rabinsky cutting to that, backhand shot, scores! Henrik Wybinsky. his first goal as a T-Bird, is an overtime winner. And Seattle, for the first time this season, has earned the extra
1: point in overtime. Hey, this is Brandon E. Wyncheshen with the Junior Prospect of the Week, brought to you by Silent Air. This week is Vancouver BC native, 2001 born forward, Henrik Rybinski. The 17-year-old who was ranked 129th by NHL Central Scouting for the upcoming draft in Vancouver, enters his third season in the Western Hockey League, his first with the Seattle Thunderbirds. Rybinski has 20 points through 22 games played this season. Uh, I think I work really hard out there on the ice, and I go hard on the forecheck and just... Just play hard and try to win, win my battles. There you have it. The Junior Prospect of the Week brought to you by Silent Air. Go check out Henrik Rybinski and the rest of the T-Birds as they host the Portland Winterhawks this Saturday night down at the Excesso Showwear Center.